Welcome to the Hoodie and the Headband Show. I am your co-host, Tariq McDowell. And I am the headband, Bryce Warner, Jesserski. <laughs> First episode of the new podcast. Can I hear a round of applause, everybody? <laughs> That's why I'm going to put the one to pause that whenever I edit this episode. But NBA is back. Nets World is back. We up. We lit. It's up and it's stuck. Hey, yo. Hey man, I'm pumped. I'm ready. You know, my team made some big moves this offseason. They did, they did. Some players made some leaps that I'm excited to watch. So mm-hmm. it's a fun season all the way around, bro. I'm I'm excited to see some rookies play. I'm excited to see all of my Kentucky guys play. It's a, it's gonna be a fun season. It's gonna be a fun season. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Not gonna ask, I don't feel about the season. How you feeling about the season, man? Man, I'm feeling great about the season, man. You know, Nets basketball's back. Killer Cam makes his rookie debut tonight. Um, debut? Did you say debut? I did say debut. Ew. Is it debut? What? Bro, we starting this already, bro. It's debut, bro. Debut. Debut. There you go. Anyways. Cam Cam Thomas plays basketball tonight. Hopefully he gets in again tonight. I know it's uh, regular season, so his minutes might not be as much as they were in preseason. But um, but yeah, nevertheless, I am excited for this NBA season, man. This is first. I mean, first regular ish season that we've had. Yeah, yeah. Um, starting on time, you know, starting in October. Um, yeah, my team actually got some rest this season. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, you know, um, you already got some controversy though. Um, Ben Simmons <laughs> ain't behaving himself at practice. Man, <laughs> Philly trade this man to anywhere. Don't even matter. Trade him to somewhere he don't want to go. Honestly, I'm send that man to Utah. Let me stop. That would actually be nice for Utah, but uh. That would be amazing yes. for you, Send this man, Send this man to Seattle, bro. Bro. No, that's crazy. Ain't no team in Seattle, so he ain't going to play basketball. That's, that's, that's actually wild. Um, where is I going with this? Oh, uh, this, uh, this has been an interesting um, situation last couple of weeks. Something that the media has been all ears about, tuned in into. I don't know, man. Um, they really, they really feeding off this, or I want to say feeding Belichia. I don't know. Media really has been focused on this and um, that other guy. Um, dang, what I nah, I, I didn't, I didn't mean to say it like that. Jeez. I don't want to say that other guy. I'm not trying to bring his name up because I really don't want to put any more attention on that situation either. No, facts. If you know what I mean, because that hey, end of the day, that's still my guy. But, like, I'm not trying to talk about it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. When it's been talked about 85 million times. Just like how this has been talked about 85 million times. only reason why we're talking about it today is because it happened today. <laughs> not facts. It happened hours before we decided to record. Um, But, yeah, nah, this is really an interesting situation. They look like they are done. They are um, look like they are through with his shenanigans, his antics. Um, I mean, he's been done with that team. He, he didn't report to training camp, he didn't participate in um, preseason. Um, 
apparently he's at the strip club right now, according to one report. Um, hey, yo, for real? Nah, there was a tweet, bro. It was a tweet, no. and, it's, and it said, um, hold on, could Lamar, well, I sent it too, but I think Lamar sent it. No, I sent it to a different group chat, but Lamar sent, all right, so there's a tweet from Landon Buford. Ben Simmons got kicked out of the Sixers practice today and is apparently at the Lilas Strip Club right now, per Philly sources. I don't know how true that is, but very, very interesting to to that. This man got mad at practice and had to unwind at the strip club. <laughs> man didn't want to play defense, so. I'm like, bro, that's the only thing you're good at. Where he was a defensive player of the year candidate last year. Like, what are we doing? And a lot of people have him as, as their defensive player of the year. Um, I don't know, man. He don't Basketball these play. days, bro. That's Basketball these days is just... <sighs> just imagine, trade that, man, bro. Just, asking, just, just trade that, man. Imagine asking your player to get better, and they say, I don't want to play then. Goofies. I don't want to play with y'all. That's crazy, bro. But, um... Anyways, we are um, – where is I going with this? Oh, we got predictions and hot takes and reactions. That we do, that we do, that we do. All right, so first things first, up to bat, who is your MVP for this season and why do you think that is? I got the man himself, Stephen Curry, winning the MVP this year. Um, I think he went stupid crazy last year, and everybody was like, oh, he's he don't got no help this year. We're going to see what he can really do, which was idiotic. Um, and mm-hmm. he, he led the league in scoring last year. Um, I think he'll mm-hmm. be close to doing it again. His team will be better, so he'll have a better chance of getting it. Um, I do think there are like a, there's a number of players that could get it, but I think the way he's going to play, and they're going to be on national TV a lot, I think there's definitely a shot for him to go get it. So my pick is Steph. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, Steph definitely has a good chance to get it this year. Um, that team has improved. So, and then he's coming. Well, he wasn't injured last year. Was he injured for for a time last year? Uh, I think he missed like four or five games last year with the. With okay. The I remember he. Um, okay, on yeah, the last last season from Steph is pretty good. Um, he just had – he just didn't have the team to – I don't yeah. know. You can't, you can't win the MVP and you're in a play. Yeah. I don't know, man. But um, but not, uh, who I have – I have two candidates, bro. I'm just so undecided on a lot of these things. Uh, I got James Harden and Luka Doncic. Doncic? Doncic. Is it <laughs> Doncic? I'm sorry. Sheesh. Am I going to mispronounce more NBA names than, than WNBA names I on this podcast? It. I doubt it. I already mispronounced debut in, in mm. Donich. Don, Donchich. Sheesh. Maybe not even five minutes to this podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, nah, <laughs> but, oh, <laughs> doggone. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, with Kyrie Irving out for as long as – I don't know. I don't know how long Kyrie plans to be out, but I know he's going to – I feel like he's going to join the team at some point in the season. But even then, James Harden is going to be building his case for MVP. Um, he's going to – I feel like he's going to play the most games out of him 
and um, Kevin Durant for sure. So his durability is going to play a factor into that. And especially if the Nets are like number one or two in the East, then James Harden definitely has the case for being MVP. Um, I also say this might be the year. This might be Luka's year, man. This might. I know a lot of people have been saying uh, Luka, you know, been putting Luka's in, in the MVP conversation the last couple of years. I think this might be the year for Luka, y'all. I think this is. I don't know. It's just. A, it's a prediction. It's a prediction. No facts. Just a prediction. Prediction would be right or wrong. Um. And my prediction, I think Luka Doncic. That's that right? Yes, Doncic. Luka Doncic. Don- oh, Luka. I'm going to say Luka. Say Luka bro. I'm not yeah. saying his last name for the rest of the for whole oh. season. I'm saying yeah. Luka. Anyways, I think this is the year that Luka really takes it to the next level, really becomes that superstar people are projecting him to be, and he just shows out and takes over. I can see it. I can see it. I do think uh, the best – I don't think Steph will be the best player this year. I think that will be Giannis. But I think the MVP will go to Steph. I think they're still trying not to give Giannis the MVP. That would be, what, his third MVP? Yeah. Man, I would be sick, bro. <laughs> I would be sick. I'd be like, man, ain't no way, boy. Oh, my God. I'm already sick. That man won. I mean, I'm not. I'm sick, but like, Terry knows why I'm sick, bro. <laughs> oh, we didn't really even get to give ourselves a proper introduction to our new listeners, yo. Yeah, low key, low key, because this is a new podcast, so we should. I feel like we should let the people know who who we are. I mean, we can. All right. Um. So, hey, I'm Bryce. Bryce Warner. Um, big Nets guy, as is um as you can see, as you. <laughs> Why are you laughing, bro? Look at the comment, fool. Oh, yes, yes, dream, yes. Oh, that bro, that's Leo. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, yo. Oh my god, that man said, "Hey, I'm Bryce." Thirteen minutes in this. <laughs> yeah, nah. I- my mind is just all everywhere. I'm just excited yeah, for yeah, it. Today, bro. I'm just excited for the dub. Not see. Ah. We got the end of pod. We start the pod, bro. I'm, I'm too excited right now. I'm too excited right now, bro. This man is messing up Luca's name. Talking about the W. Saying hello, I'm Bryce. Thirteen minutes. <laughs> man, oh, me get the ISO, bro. Get the ISO. <laughs> I'm taking myself right. out of the game. I'm taking myself out of the game. For- All right, man. Um, look, Bryce, he is a Nets fan. We're we're gonna be covering uh, college basketball as well. He's a Duke fan. Um, for some reason, he roots for UConn and um, USC in women's basketball, which really isn't fair. That's number one and two in the rankings. We'll talk about that today. Um, basketball predictions or basketball teams that we uh that he follows or like that he's a fan of um for me i'm a heat fan i like kentucky and men's basketball and a yukon fan in women's basketball but i cover or i watch more than just um yukon so i will be talking about multiple teams on the pod um and we'll get to our tp poll reactions later on in the episode uh, yeah, he summed that up pretty well. 
Um, big cap, Lucas. Big cap. You could. Um, yeah, I'm not just everywhere. This podcast. How I got ugly already. fandoms. No, 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 no. How I got ugly fans. First of all, I've been a Heat fan since 06. Uh-oh. 06. Uh-oh. Been a Kentucky fan since 09. I've been a UConn fan since 08. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> it was not ugly. These were before these teams became what they are, and that is facts. The colleges, Kentucky was 09. John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Eric Bledsoe, all them. Patrick Patterson, first year. Duke still first better. year. UConn, Maya Moore. We're not doing this. I don't got the UConn bias that all y'all be, that everybody else be talking about on Twitter. That is not me. We're not putting me in that same category. I cover multiple teams. So we're not doing this. Okay. Anyways, all right. Anyways, uh, me. Yeah, Nets fan. Um, um, I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Really, I already though, told him your teams, bro. You're good. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just backing it up. So, so yeah, Nets fan. Um, uh, which one? Who else? Duke. Um, and UConn and USC, bro. UConn, USC. <laughs> um, big believer in a uh, bag Twitter. Oh, that, 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 that's facts. You said what? <laughs> I said no. Nah, that's facts. That is facts, man. I, I, I like guys with a bag, and, and guys that don't have a bag, I, I trash. But um. But no, nah, bro. Let's all right, all right. Back to our regularly scheduled programming of. I don't know, bro. I I, I don't turn the ball over, fumble the ball. I'm out here messing around. Let's get back to our prediction, though. Who is your defensive player of the year? Defensive player of the year. All right. I said I might be wild for this, but I said Paul George. I don't think it's wild because of the sole reason I want to see a a wing player win the award. Because you think about the last couple winners of the, not even, when the last time a wing player won a defense player of the year award? Kawhi. Okay. And that was 16 or 17. And then the last person before him. That's a good question. <laughs> All right. Honestly, I don't remember after that, to be honest with you. LeBron should have had it one year. LeBron should have. LeBron should have. had it in 2012 or 13. But they gave it to Marcus off, but we won't speak on that. Yeah, probably, probably. Jordan. And he didn't, didn't. That was the year that dang on Marcus didn't even make any of the all defensive teams. Exactly, exactly. Crazy. Anyways, uh, I had him, and then also had um your pick as well. You can go ahead and share your pick. My pick, bias aside as well, is Bam Adebayo. Now, name me a center that can guard one through five. There's not very many. He can lock down your best point guard as Steph. He can lock down your big man as Giannis. How is Bias jumping? What? That's not Bias. He's backing it up How? right now. How? Tariq is backing it up right now. How? It's going to be so much easier for him to play defense and not have to stress so much. Now that he's got a Kyle Lowry, we'll have a Victor Oladipo eventually. It's going to be so – and he's got a P.J. Tucker. What are we doing? What are we talking about here, bro? What are we talking about? There is no bias in that. There is absolutely no bias in that. Retire. Oh my god. See, they're trying to get me. They're trying to get me riled up, bro. They're trying to get me riled up. Anyways, my pick is Bam, and he could very well win it. He was close to winning it last year. I think he was third behind um, Ben and Gobert. So, 
Um, nobody's gonna give it to Gobert this year because of how he got cooked by Terrence Mann in the playoffs. Man, I'll be sick if they give it to Gobert too, bro. And they're not gonna give it to Ben Simmons because media don't like him right now. So Bam is the team gotta be on. Exactly, Bam is the next guy. I'm, I'm going Bam, and I think he's gonna win. I'll be sick if they give it a dog on Rudy Gobert or Giannis. I can see Draymond, but he's got to want to play the whole season. He normally first half of the season he's just like, ah, I'm just here, and then he turns it up. Yeah. Um, most improved player. Most improved. Go. I got a couple for this one. Um, I say Karis LeVert because I mean I'm just a big believer in Karis LeVert, man. Since his days in Brooklyn, bro, I saw the I saw the potential there. Um, he's in a situation now where he can flourish and be one of the top guys on this team. Uh, I feel like if they would have kept Karis LeVert on the, the Nets, it would have held him back a little bit. But, um, but yeah, I would say most improved. Yeah, I'll say Karis LeVert is a candidate as well as um, his teammate, Miles Turner. I feel like this could be a big year for him. I feel like it would be – like with Rick Carlisle on that team um, – well, coaching that team now, <laughs> I said I said he on that team like he's still playing, <laughs> but but Rick Carlisle coaching that team, I feel like he'll be a good guy for Miles Turner, and um, they'll work well. Um, and I also said Mitchell Robinson if he can stay healthy and play throughout the season. Um, I saw somebody say OG in the comments. I think that's a good that's a good candidate as well. See, I've seen. Uh, I went in a I went a different route just to be a little bit different. Um, I know a lot of people are saying, like, MPJ, OG, uh, Alexander Walker. I was like, you know what? I've seen a lot of those. I haven't seen this guy. There is a little bit of bias with this. I won't lie. There is a little bit of bias with this. But I think he can make another leap this year, and I think he could actually win it um, if their team wins enough games and people are paying enough attention to them. I got Keldon Johnson. I think defensively he can be one of the best wing defenders in the league. I think if his shot – if his three-point shot gets better, he'll be really hard to stop because he's great at getting to the basket. And uh, if he gets any type of jumper, whether it's mid-range or three-point shot, I think um, his numbers will look a lot better than they were last year. And his numbers were pretty good last year when he was starting at the four spot. Um, and that's really not even his position. So I think he can be uh, a lot better this year. With no De- with no DeRozan, um, there's gonna, probably going to be put more odds on it or put more – on his shoulders to put someone on the offensive end with DeJounte. So I like them as winning. But I've seen I, – I do see SGA in the comments uh, yep. like that. Like, I think – if I was betting, I would bet on SGA to win it. Um, I see Darius Garland. I see MPJ, yep. Tyler Hero, yep. OG. Like, all of those are good – all of those are good picks, but I've seen everybody else pick them, so I'm not – I don't want to pick them. I've seen Jordan Poole. Uh, Jordan Poole that's, that's a pop. That's a popular name right now for – Jordan Poole is a bucket. And the dark horse for Alonzo. I can see that too. Mm-hmm. Um, what his numbers look like. But I think all of those names are are gonna would be said before Keldon. I just wanted to be a little bit different and go in a different direction. Um I was also watching Keldon highlights last night, so um that's another reason why I thought about it. But you're a big believer in Keldon. I remember even um they brought him up to the USA team. He was like, Don't sleep. Nah, because he, he can do things that a lot of the players on that team couldn't do, which is different. Yeah. <laughs> I know you was yeah, like no I was just saying I know you was big on Kelvin for a while now so yeah yeah um, rookie of the year I think we got the same player for rookie of the year I think it's gonna be Jalen Green Jalen Green shout out to H Town where it stayed I think, I, I think it'll be close I think there's a lot of good rookies this year I think 
depending on how many players get uh, enough minutes. Jalen Green is probably going to get the most minutes. Yeah. Um, out of any rookie this season, just because there's nobody at his position that's even close to him. I don't think there's anybody close to Cade either, but Cade has injury right now. So mm. I think they'll bring him back slowly. I think he'll start turning it on in like halfway through the first month or a little bit into the second month. Mm. Um, Scotty Barnes. I think Scotty Barnes, yes. I think it all depends on when Pascal Siakam comes back and how much he plays after that. Um, but I think Jalen Green just has the most opportunity to get his buckets and to make an impact early, and that's why I think he'll win. But I do think there's there's a lot of rookies that can make an impact. And if Jalen Green struggles at any point, he could lose it to like a guy like Jalen Suggs or even a Cam Thomas or a Bowen Yes, Hodges. sir. Um, there's a lot of players that could sneak up and take it, but um, my pick would be Jalen Green. All right, say, say um, Kyrie doesn't play at all this year, which I don't think he does, but, which I don't think he, he doesn't play. I think he does play at some point in the season. But say if he doesn't, Cam Thomas jumps into that starting position, has a crazy year. I don't know. That just might be that. That's definitely um, that's bias. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, I think he'll make rookie team for sure. But if given an opportunity, Cam Thomas, man, Cam Thomas. If that Cam time. Thomas really starts cooking, they could put him in the starting lineup. So it's possible. Give me eighty-two games of Cam Thomas, the way he cooked against the Lakers in the preseason, bro. Give me eighty-two games of that. I, mean, I don't think he's doing it every night, but, you know, it's possible. It's possible. Anything is possible. Where the KG? Um, I don't right. think he'll play enough uh, his first season to get consideration. He could be on the all-rookie team, though. I can see that for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. And um, uh, Coach of the year. I got Rick Carlisle. I like that pick. I like it a lot. I think – um, Indiana has a lot of talent. Um, they they add talent every year. They added two rookies. Miles um, Turner's back. He missed a lot of last season. Sabonis is going to get better. Karis LeVert, if he can stay healthy, will be better. Um, Malcolm Brogdon is a really good point guard if they don't end up trading him at all. Um, I think that whole team can really be good. And I think Rick Carlisle bringing a different style and a different uh, voice can make them a top four to five team in the East. Yeah, facts most definitely. Um, I don't know, man. I think I got um, Quinn Snyder based on the Jazz success last year. Um, if they do continue to build on that, but I don't know, man. Uh, depends on how things go. If the, if the Nuggets have a good year, Nuggets have a good year. Um, I mean, like top three in the conference, I could definitely see Michael Michael Malone. Gotta say Michael. Yeah. Michael Malone <laughs> can um can be in the conversation as well. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is out there. I like the Billy Donovan. I thought about Billy Donovan Vince, but I wasn't. I'm not sure how many games Chicago wins. I think, I think people are going to look at it more as he got a lot of help, or he got a lot of better players this year. So that's why they'll be good. Um, I think the Rick Carlisle pick is like. They have somewhat like they have the same core in Indiana, but they added Duarte and Isaiah Jackson. Um, and if they if they're better than I think they were the eight nine seed last year, ten seed one of those, they'll be better than that by 
four or five seating spots. So um, a lot of times they go for who's like who has the most wins compared to the season before. So I think that's why it'll go to him. I think Chicago will still be in like the five to seven range in seating. And I think I think more credit of them being better will go to Levine, DeRozan, and Vucevic, and Lonzo, and Caruso than, than to uh, Billy Donovan. Fair, fair. Um, all right. Um, I think I skipped over six man of the year. You did. Yeah, so you can <laughs> – who is your pick for six man of the year? This is an easy pick for me. Okay. This is an easy pick for me. Oh, okay. Name I know who you're talking about. Tyler Hero. This – this is an easy pick. Tyler Hero is going to cook this season. Um, a lot of people are saying that he had a bad season last year when he was better statistically in every category. Um, you can look it up. I'm that is a fact. Um, and he, you know, he actually had an off season this year. He didn't have an off season last year because we had two months off, three months off, or two and a half months off, however much you want to say. Um, Twenty second Kentucky Heat and awards. I only picked. Okay, that's three. Same. Anyways, <laughs> um, Tyler Hero is a good pick for six man of the year. Um, I know there's, you know, you got Jordan Clarkson there, obviously. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people are saying Jordan Poole. Yeah. But after that, it's wide open, in my opinion. Um, I think if Tyler is playing the way, like with confidence, and from what I saw in the preseason, he's playing slower. He's not taking as much difficult shots as he was in his first two years. He's actually taking the floater. Um, He's coming off of screens differently. Like, there's actually been improvement to his game that you can see in the preseason. And if he continues on that, he'll easily be six man of the year. I think he can average 18 to 19 points season off the bench. Yeah. Um, I, at the moment, don't have a, um, a pick for six man of the year because I really got to, like, I don't know. I just got to look at the teams. Um, Look to see who's in the lineups for these teams and who is doing what for who. Um, some people are saying Patty Mills is in the conversation as well. Um, Respectfully, that's gross. You said that's gross? Yes, that's just ugly, bro. Oh, man, you're wildin'. But um, I'm trying to think of who else is there. Um, there are some people say Derek Rose. Um. Hey, never count out Lou Will. He's not even a six man. Kevin Herter. <laughs> Let me chill, bro. Let me chill. Jeez. Those Lou Will six man days are are behind us. Kevin Herter, DeAndre, or not DeAndre, and Cam Reddish are the sixth and seventh man for the for the Hawks. So it's not Lou Williams does not have a chance this year. No. Respectfully. But uh, what else is there? Oh, Eastern standings. All right. Yeah. Um, I think I'm I'm not settled in the standings, but I don't know how I feel about these standings either. Um, I got Nets one, Bucks two, Heat three, Sixers four. And I think I'm on. I think I'm gonna stick with the top three for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawks five, Celtics six, Knicks seven, Pacers eight. I'm not mad at it. Hornets nine, Wizards ten, Raptors eleven, Magic twelve. I didn't do the other three teams in the East. What teams am I leaving out? 
Wait, you didn't say Chicago? Oh, I didn't say Chicago. I'm wilding, bro. What in the world? No, I got to redo this. You big wilding. I got to redo this for sure. Oh, man. See, no, the East is going to be crazy this season. Um, Yeah, no, scratch that. <laughs> scratch that, bro. Um, Dang. No, I can't. I can't. I can't not see the Bulls in the playoffs. Nah, they're definitely in the playoffs. They're definitely in the playoffs, bro. The East is stacked this year, low key. Yeah, there's no like the top ten team. There are no like in the top ten teams. There's not a bad team in there. All right, I'll go ahead with yours. And I'm gonna re- I'm gonna face one. Uh, I got Milwaukee at one, Brooklyn two, Miami three. Indiana at four, Philly at five, Atlanta at six, Chicago at seven, Boston at eight, New York at nine, Charlotte at ten. I think um, from Indiana to Boston, um, there could be like two games uh, in between each other. Like literally, like I have I have an Indiana, Philly, Atlanta, Chicago, Boston. Any of those could flip. And be the other way. Um, I think Boston could easily be a five seed. They could easily be an eight seed. Same for Chicago. Um, I think Atlanta could achieve as, as much as they did last year, or they could under or yeah underachieve and be a six or seven seed. Um, the Philly thing. If Philly didn't have all this crazy stuff going on, um, they'd be higher. I think five is fair for Philly. I mean, when you have. Obviously, the Ben Simmons stuff is happening, but you still have Joel Embiid, who is arguably one is number two, if not number one, best big man in the league. Um, you still have Tobias Harris. You still have shooters in Seth Curry and Danny Green. You still have defenders in Thibault. You have players off the bench in Shake Milton and Tyrese Maxey. Um, their team is really good, um, whether they have Ben Simmons or not. Um, and if they trade Ben Simmons, they'll get something back for it, and that'll make them even better because Ben Simmons doesn't want to be there. Um, Embiid has said all offseason that their chemistry has been perfect um, this team has been together for about two to three years now I think even without Ben Simmons they'll still be a five to six seed um, I don't think that's crazy to say but things could go wrong if Embiid goes down for a, a bit of time he could be they could fall out of the playoffs because without Embiid I don't really see them doing much um, so all of this of course relies on Embiid's health um, um, New York, they could be nine. They could be six or seven, I think. Um, I don't know if their defense is going to be good as it was last year. That was a big uh, big reason of why they were um, so high in the standings as well. Um, Charlotte could easily be a seven to eight instead of a ten. But I don't. I really don't think they got that much better than they did last year. I think instead of – they just have book night instead of Devontae Graham. And um, they did add Kai Jones instead of – um, Bismack Biyombo off the bench, but I don't think they got too much better. Um, I think they just relied on their young players taking another leap, and we'll have to see if they take that leap. Um, but I think the first the the first three teams, I think they're set in stone. I think Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Miami are the top three um, in any order, wherever order you would like. Um, and then four to ten can move um, however you see fit or however it happens. It could all change and a day or two, uh, I think that's how close the standings will be. 
All right, I'm back and I'm better. Um, so I got my top ten. I'll say my top three stay the same. So I said Nets, Bucks, Heat. Uh, I'll say Pacers because they're coming back with a new coach, coming back healthy. Um, and the addition that they added that team. Um, Sixers at five, Bulls at six, Celtics at seven, Hawks at eight. Knicks at nine, Hornets at ten. Only reason I got Knicks at nine, like I, I, I don't think they're gonna be four again. Okay, they're not gonna be as high as they were last year. No, but, but I do think they still are in the playoff race in the playoff hunt. Um, just a matter of where they fall at. You know, it's gonna be an interesting season for the Knicks. Um, I don't think the Knicks are a team you should take lightly. Because of the improvements that they made, um, but at the same time, the East as a whole has gotten better. So, uh, the Knicks really got to get in where they fit in this season. Yeah, um, yeah, like I said, I think four to ten could uh, change. Will be it will change game by game. Um, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think there will be much of a difference between four to ten. I think up until the last day of the season, uh, all of those teams will be battling for their playoff spots, and they'll be choosing who they want to play and who they don't want to play in the playoffs. Right, right. Um, and then Western standings. Uh, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first because I, I, I'm pretty set on these. Um, so yeah, I got Suns, Lakers, Jazz, Nuggets at four. Warriors at five, Mavericks at six, Blazers at seven, Grizzlies at eight, Pelicans at nine, Timberwolves ten. Uh, only thing is, I could definitely see the Mavericks be in the fifth spot above the Warriors. Um, yeah, these are just my predictions going into the season, though. These can definitely change. Yeah, that's not. I mean. You can't. Nobody can really say, "Oh, you're tripping!" Like you're gonna be so wrong. And yeah, it's standings, but nobody's gonna predict the perfect standings. Um, my standings for the West are Suns at one, Jazz at two, Lakers three, Nuggets four, Mavs five, Warriors six, Grizzlies seven, Clippers eight, Blazers nine, Pelicans ten. Um, the, um, nine and eight to ten was uh, yeah, eight to ten was rough for me to pick just because. Um, I do think the Wolves could be close, but mm-hmm. if 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 Alexander Walker is taking a leap, if Brandon Ingram takes another leap, and Zion when he comes back is better than he was last year, I think there's a way for them to get into the playoffs, um, or get into the uh, play in at least. Um, I can't leave Dame out, um, and then I think Paul George will be able to win the Clippers enough games, um, to keep them at least in playoff consideration and get them into the playoffs. I think the Grizzlies will be a little bit better than they were last year. And I think the Mavs, um, you know, playing together for another year with the same team, basically, um, Porzingis seems a little bit more comfortable, seems a little more, uh, a little more happy to play with the, with Dallas. I think that'll help them in the long run. Um, we're still not sure completely when Jamal Murray's coming back for the Nuggets. I think he's supposed to be like January. If he comes back in January and he's close to what he um, really is, um, 
I think the Nuggets will be just fine. Um, and they'll still be a four seed. I think Jokic can win them enough games. Michael Porter Jr. can help them win enough games in the playoffs or in the regular season um, to leave uh, keep them in, you know, the four or five to six range. And I think by the time they get Jamal back in January and the Warriors get Clay back in January or February, I think the Nuggets will be um, at a better spot um, at the end of the season. I think the Mavs will be at a better spot than the Warriors at the end of the season as well. Yeah. Um, so, predicting the uh, Eastern and Western Conference Finals is next. We got, um, well, not we. I have the Nets and the Heat, but it depends on how they fall in the standings. So, if the Nets and Heat don't meet in the second round, then I got them going at it in the Conference Finals. But if they do meet in the second round, then I got a Nets and Bucks um, rematch from last year with the Nets winning in six. My East Finals is Bucks Nets, and I got the Bucks in seven. You're wrong for that. I mean, you want me to go through the same pain I, I went through last year? Just, just. Hey, man, I got nothing to do. With seven. That's not my fault. That was, not my, I was that hurt. Is, that is not my fault. I was hurt, but it's a new season, bro. It's a new day. It's a new season. We ain't gotta think about that. We are exactly. Going, I never said huh? about that. I said exactly. I didn't talk about last season. Yeah, but you say Bucks and seven, and I, I, that immediately makes me makes me think about the Bucks winning in seven last season. That mean it, does that mean it's gonna happen, or is that just my prediction? That's just your prediction, bro. Oh, but just, just you're predicting curious pain. <laughs> okay, are you not predicting pain with the Heat losing their six in the conference finals? Okay, just exactly. Um, who you got in the West Finals? Uh, West Finals. I got Suns and the Lakers. With Suns winning six, seven. Suns beating the Lakers in seven. Yep. So you got Suns Nets in the finals. Yep, and the Nets winning six. Six is kind of generous. Well, no, if Kyrie don't play, I guess not that generous. Um. Bro, he'll be on the roster by then, bro. Western Finals, I got Nuggets, Lakers, and I got Nuggets in seven. So you got Bucks, Nuggets in the finals. And I got the Bucks in six in the finals. Bro, this man is not going back to back, bro. I promise you that. Bro, who's stopping him? Shoot, I'll stop him. Give me a jersey. Yeah, all right. Give me a jersey, man. Let me stop, bro. No. Um, I see. I see. Um, Connor says, "I don't know if anyone in the West beats a healthy Lakers team." I may agree with you, but I agree as well. Also, that's also betting on them being healthy. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna bet on the best team that I feel like if they can stay healthy, um, or a team that is normally healthy, and a player in Jokic who has never really hurt that that much. And neither is Michael Porter Jr. Other than in his co- uh, college career, um, I think if they're healthy this year, the Nuggets will—they're better than the Suns, and they're better than the Jazz in the playoffs. I just—I think that is true. I think if they had—I think if the Nuggets had Jamal Murray in the playoffs, they would have went to the finals last year. They would have beat the Suns, um, and they would have beat the Clippers with no Kawhi. Um, 
Um, I'll never be a fan of the Jazz in the playoffs. They'll be good in the regular season. They'll lose in the first or second round of the playoffs like they do every year. Um, the Suns will play the Nuggets. If I go, if it goes by my seedings, I have the Suns playing the Nuggets in the second round, and I think the Nuggets are better um, with a full squad. Um, so that's why I picked the Nuggets, and I'm not betting on the Lakers being fully healthy. Um, but I did put them in the conference finals. That was I have the. I don't think the Jazz would beat them even if they don't have one of the stars. Um, so that's why I picked the Lakers to get to the conference finals, but I don't see them having enough to beat the Nuggets if they're not fully healthy. Um, and then in the finals, I just think Giannis is just going to be too dominant this season and in the playoffs and in the finals. Like, There's no one on the Nuggets that can contain him or stop him from doing what he wants to do. It's definitely not going to be Jokic. It's not going to be – Jeff Green, it's not going to be Michael Porter Jr. It's not going to be whoever they have on. Um, and I just think that's I just don't think there's an answer for Giannis in the in this uh, league right now. I just don't. And if that man is shooting the way that he's been shooting in the preseason, wrap it up right now, bro. I don't even man, to I'm gonna say this, bro. Wrap it up. I'm gonna say this, bro. I mean, I I've seen a little little preseason floaters and not floaters, little little preseason pullers he had. Bro, I gotta see that in the game before I really make a. Oh, whoa, that wasn't, Giannis, that wasn't right? a game. That wasn't. A it's game. a preseason game, bro. But you was I just, gotta see it in, was uh, in Cam Thomas, bro. What are we doing? Cam Thomas is a rookie. He's supposed to show out and so you don't play so you good. Don't care what Tyler Hero did in the play, in the preseason. None of that matters either, bro. Preseason is for 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 the youngest. Okay, the young players get to play. Older veteran players, they don't really play much. They're already established. They already got their spot on the roster. Young guys, they showing out. Okay, okay so let me ask you this. Thing. So if Giannis played three preseason games and he went 0 for 12 from three and 0 for 6 from the mid-range, what would you say? It's I'm like, I'm going to be like, he better get it together before the, before the season oh, starts. interesting. Because, listen, it's preseason. I'm, not, I'm still not going to trip about it because it's preseason, bro. Like, I'm not really tripping off much that's going on in preseason. The NBA season starts tonight. This uh-huh. is where things matter. If Giannis is pulling up the way he's pulling up, where, he, where he's been pulling up, if he's pulling up the way he's been pulling up in the game tonight, look, I don't that, even know. I don't even know. We we gonna see tonight. We gonna see tonight. We gonna look, see what goes on tonight. For a player like Giannis, Steph, LeBron, Harden, KD, basketball is basketball. It doesn't matter if it's preseason, Olympics, summer league, like. Uh, a pickup game, basketball is basketball. They're going to cook. So if he's making shots in the regular season, I'm willing to bet that he's going to make – or in the preseason, I'm willing to bet he's going to make them shots in the regular season. And if he starts really knocking those down, wrap it up. That just, no, might, that, that just might be no me shot. just hating. This it shit is, might be it, me just hating. It's fair, but it's okay, though. It's okay, bro. It's, it's yeah. Hating, but it's okay. He beat y'all in the conference finals. You you have a right – no, semifinals. No, it's right well, no, it was semis. It was semis. Yeah, you have a right to be upset, but you know, you can't just like deny the fact that that man's jumper looks way better than it has in the last two, three seasons. I don't want. And I don't I'm not even. Just, I don't, don't want to admit it. I I think that's what it is. I just don't think. I, I think I just don't want to admit it, bro. And I don't even think it's that that it's going in. I think it just looks way. It looks better. Like it looks like what it looked like in this rookie season. Yeah, I think it just means not wanting to admit it. That's all. If that's what it's gonna look like. Wrap it up. As a uh, was offset of Quago. Wrap it up, then. Oh yeah. Uh, there's no. There's no shot. 
No shot. Um, what else is there to talk about? Who else is there to talk? You got any like hot takes for this for this season coming up? Mm, hot takes. I don't believe so. Um, um let me get this GM survey again. I'm trying to think of somebody if there if there is somebody that I had a um hot take for or a wild prediction for or something. I'm trying to think. I don't think I did. Mm. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I don't believe so. Um I almost no, okay. say Cam Thomas is gonna make the all rookie team for sure. Even first and second. That's not a hot take, bro. It's not a hot take, but it's a prediction. Um, What else is there? What else is there? Um, Whatever team Ben Simmons does end up on, he'll shoot threes for them. Now that is... uh, That just came off the dome just now. (laughs) That just came off the dome just now. Um, I feel like... Ooh, all right. Here's a good one. Kyrie returns before Christmas. Kyrie returns before Christmas. That's a, yes. I I do have a question for you about Kyrie, but it's nothing like super crazy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Have, since you're a Kyrie fan, I I just have one general question for you. Because I asked I asked some friends at work last night this question, and they didn't really have an answer. Um, and I wrote this down in my notes just so I could remember to ask. You. When okay. is the last time that do you think? Kyrie was happy on the basketball court. You said last time I think Kyrie was happy? Like genuinely happy on the basketball court. When was the last time that was? Genuinely happy. Um, I would say his first game as a net when he dropped 50. I thought about that too. I thought about that too. His first game as a net when he dropped 50 and came up short. Um I don't know. Last season was pretty good for Kyrie as well, too. He had a 50-40-90 season. Wasn't that's, really... That's a good season, though. I'm talking yeah, about like, yeah. genuinely happy because he went genuinely on... happy. Most, he, he left the game. I think there was much both. going on coming into that season despite, like, his um his absence from whenever he, like, just randomly left. And then he um, came back and then left again for, for his wife and then came back after that. Um... Mm, I don't know. Genuinely happy. Maybe Cook in Boston, bro. I feel like he was happy to beat Boston in that series as well. Um, in my opinion, I don't think he's been genuinely happy since, or genu- genuinely happy since winning the 2016 finals. Genuinely happy. Yeah, I don't think I don't think him on the basketball court. I think maybe him as a person outside of basketball. Yeah, he's been happy since then, but on the oh, basketball sure. court, I haven't seen him happy, smiling, you know, doing all the stuff that Kyrie does or did when he was younger in the league. That he, I don't think he's done that since he went to Boston. I think at the beginning of the Boston thing was, um, I think he was happy then, and then Gordon went down first game, and yeah. then after that, it was it was a rough it was a rough stretch. Yeah, where he he had um. No, there's a game in the locker room or trying to be a leader and realize it wasn't it wasn't as easy as he thought it would have been. Um But yeah, no. My answer I feel would be like his first game in Brooklyn. Cause 
Oh man, I remember watching that game. I remember I was working on a class project, right? Like we had to, we we met up. I had to meet up with my classmates, and I was working on a class project, and I was watching the game at the same time, and I was not in tune into the class project at all. I'm like, I'm sorry, this game is on. This is Kyrie's first game in Brooklyn. I have to watch this. And they're like, No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yo, because like, I got to I gotta watch this. And I'm sitting there, like, bugging out because Kyrie is cooking in the fourth quarter. And, and he almost hit the game winner. Yeah. I was like, bro. Now that game was crazy. Game was game – was, game was a crazy game. Um, It would have been an even better game if he hit that NBA Streets-ish game winner shot he took. That man fell on the ground and got up and shot the ball. Yeah, and he was like, he shot it like off balance. If he got his foot right, like his feet set right, he would he would have made it. See, that's he was wild. Um, but yeah, that that was my only question on um Kyrie. Is there anything else that you want to talk about NBA wash? Um, I want to ask you because I haven't really gotten your full thoughts on this. But um, how do you feel about Lowry being in in Miami? I'm gonna set the wrong dog on place. Um, I think it, I think it's perfect. Um, you know, we last season we we were out Dragas without Dragas for a lot of the season. Um, Jimmy missed a good bit of games last season. Um, Kyrie or Kyrie, I said Kyrie. Kyle Lowry is one of those guys that's normally there. He doesn't miss a lot of games. Um, and I think his leadership and playing the point guard role, um, I think it'll get Bam a lot of dunks. It'll get Jimmy easier shots. It'll get Duncan easier shots. I think Kyle Lowry has a bit of a levity to him. Um, the way he plays pick and roll as well. Um, Bam really hasn't gotten a lot of dunks since I probably, I mean, like he's gotten a lot of dunks because that's, you know, he's, he's around the paint. But easy dunks, like alley <laughs> Um, since I want to say maybe since Dwayne Wade retired, um, and that's, that's going to open up like six to eight points a game for him before he Mm -hmm. starts, before he even gets to the mid range or, you know, just working somebody post, I think, um, and it helps us against matchups or with matchups against teams like Milwaukee. Um, Jimmy had to guard Drew last year. So that left Chris Middleton for Duncan or Tyler. Neither one of them can guard him. Um, and then that would leave Bam to guard uh, Giannis on a, on an island, which it's not a bad thing, but um, if that's your starting center and you need him at the end of the game, it would help if you could put somebody else out there um, from time to time, and we didn't have anybody for that. Um, so now Kyle Lowry can guard Drew. Jimmy can guard Chris Middleton. Giannis and PJ – or Bam and PJ can both take um, take Giannis. And it helps us on the defensive end with Kyle Lowry, and it helps us um, on the offensive end a lot. Um, I'm glad we went out and got him. We didn't have to give up too much for him. Uh, I think Precious will be good in Toronto, but I'd much rather give up Precious than give up um, Tyler. And I'm not too upset about Kendrick Nunn leaving because he's not he's not a like a major factor for us. Um, so I'm glad I'm glad we were able to get him and we didn't have to give up much to get him. Um, I'm glad we added PJ Tucker. 
Um, Marquise Morris, we have some toughness, um, a lot like when we had when we went to the finals in, in 2020 with Jay Crowder and um, Dragic playing, you know, probably the best he played in his career. Word. Um, so we can go if we have that enough to say NBA wise. Um, at the moment, we can go ahead and talk about the AP polls that came out today for both men's and women's side of the NCAA. That we do. That we do. You want to start with the men's or the women's side? Uh, we can start with the men's. Uh, I saw it earlier. Let me see. Let's see. I got it up. If you want me to go ahead and say Okay. I mean, I got it up, too. I found that. Go ahead. Well, I, I found the top 10. I didn't find. All right. You go ahead because I, I can't find it. Um, Number one, Gonzaga. Two, UCLA. Three, Kansas. Four, Villanova. Five, Texas. Six, Michigan. Seven, Purdue. Eight, Baylor. Nine, Duke. Ten, Kentucky. 11, Illinois, 12, Memphis, 13, Oregon, 14, Alabama, 15, Houston, 16, Arkansas, 17, Ohio State, 18, Tennessee, 19, North Carolina, Florida State, 20, Maryland, 21, Auburn, 22, St. Bonaventure, 23, UConn, 24, and Virginia, 25. Any pushback on this? Any disagreement? Um, I'm not sure yet. Um, I'm not super in tuned as much as I usually am with men's side because I've been so focused on the women's side. Um, I did think UCLA and Gonzaga should be number two or one and two. Um, I know a lot of players have left some of these teams, so it'll be interesting to see how they reboot or they regroup and bring in more people like uh, like Illinois. I think Illinois will still be pretty good. Um Houston lost one of their better players, a couple of their good players, so we'll see if they're still, you know, one of the top teams in the country. Florida State normally brings back um, really good players. North Carolina is 19. That was interesting to me. Um, I think UConn will be pretty good again this year. Obviously, Duke and Kentucky. Um, interesting to see them in the top 10. Um, some people don't think they should be, but... I think both teams got got better than they were, or will be better than they were last year. So I think it's fair. Um, yeah, I think I don't think there's a I don't think there's a bad uh, a bad ranking for the game. They shouldn't here because I I'm not super in tune with that. I think Villanova might be kind of high, but we'll see. Yeah, man. Um, oh no, you know my Duke bias is here, man, but. Uh... <laughs> Um, I'm not too, it's not really, I'm against with these, um, ratings, the, not ratings, these standings, the, um, thought I just got to do a little bit more research really on, on some of these teams, see who they got. Cause you, like you said, there has been a lot of turnaround on some, on a lot of these teams. Uh, Chance Reporter was really big this year, really, really big this year. And some teams got some pretty good guys throughout, um, through the transfer portal. Um, 
I would say it was it even you or was it Kevin that said like the coaches that um embraced the transfer portal got like benefited from it the most because they they were here for it, but like the ones that didn't really like the transfer portal, they um lost out on some guys or whatever because of it. Yeah, I think that was Kevin that made that point yeah, on the spaces. Yeah. yeah. Kevin that made shout out to our guy Kevin. Um Wade tapped with the with the men's side of college basketball. For sure, school. for sure. Easy money Kev. Kev old bands. <laughs> but um but yeah, man, definitely excited to see um the men's side of things this season. Um I'll probably be be at a few college Charleston games this year. I'll definitely be at a few college. I'm listen. I'm 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 still <laughs> I'm be I'm gonna be still trying to use my dog on student ID. Hey yo, <laughs> man. Uh, they play North Carolina at home this year, yo. Oh man. Yeah, so I'm definitely got to go see that. That's gonna be a rough one. Matter of fact, I'm gonna try to buy my tickets for that soon, bro. Because. Yeah, you definitely gonna want to get them. Uh, gonna have to try and get them tickets, one way or another. One way or another, bro. One way or another. Um, yeah, man. But um, and then, do you have the rankings for the women's side? I do. All right. So we got South Carolina at one, which is not surprising to me, given all the freshmen that they recruited. They got four of the top five recruits. Um, so I'm not surprised by that. Connecticut too, not surprised by that. Stanford, um, I do find it a little disrespectful that they win the championship and they go to three, but I'm not surprised by it. Maryland at four, North Carolina State at five, Louisville at six, Baylor at seven, Indiana at eight, Iowa nine, Oregon ten, eleven, Michigan, Iowa State twelve, Kentucky thirteen, Oregon State fourteen, Tennessee fifteen, Florida State sixteen, Ohio State seventeen. Uh, it was tied at 17 with Georgia Tech, um, West Virginia 19, UCLA 20, South Florida 21, Arizona 22, Texas A&M 23, 24 Virginia Tech, and 25 Texas. Um, I like Maryland at four. I think that's a that's a fair ranking. North Carolina State and Louisville at five and six is fair to me. Um, I was glad to see Oregon at 10, Michigan at 11. Iowa State at 12, Kentucky at 13. They will all be good. Indiana will be good at 8. Um, two teams that I think will be ranked by the end of the season are Notre Dame and um, Duke. I think Duke should have been ranked to start the season, but granted, they did get six recruits or six um, players from the transfer portal. Um, so we haven't seen them play together. Or we're not sure how they'll mesh together. So I can see why they don't have them ranked, but I think they'll be ranked by week two or three of the season. Um, I'm surprised to see Texas at 25 because they lost Charlie Collier and their starting point guard to the transfer portal. Um, Arizona, I do think they'll still be good with um, Adia Barnes, even though they lost Airy. Um, Georgia Tech should be pretty good this season. Um, I'm excited for the season, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to see this. There's a lot of heavy hitters. I think the top six teams could all be in the final four. And there could be some teams like Oregon or Iowa, or Michigan, or Kentucky, that could steal one of those. Uh, that could steal a game from those uh, those teams and and be in, um, be in the Final Four or the Elite Eight. Um, I'm interested to see how Baylor plays as well. Um, they do have Melissa Smith, who is um, possibly a number one pick in the WNBA draft. 
um, and a new coach in Nikki Collin, the former coach of the Atlanta Dream. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how they play with um, a new coach um, without Kim Mulkey for the first time in a, in a long time. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this season goes. I think this season will be really fun. Facts, facts. Um, definitely interested in seeing how UConn, um, seeing how South Carolina and Stanford play this season. They got some pretty tough schedules. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that they're all playing each other, too. too. Not yes. UConn is playing USC again. Stanford plays USC. Um, I believe UConn plays Maryland or Stanford plays Maryland, one of those. Yeah. So, we got we got a lot of big match big time matchups. We got Louisville playing um, North Carolina State, obviously because they're in the same conference. Maryland as well. Bro, so we got, South Carolina got, starts their season off against North Carolina State. Yeah, we got some big time matchups. That's tough. Uh, Aaliyah Boston and Elisa Cunane is the matchup to watch in that game. That's going to be a very fun matchup. Uh, Elisa Cunane is a top three WNBA draft pick this season. Um, so. Keep your eyes out for her. She's really good, and Aaliyah Boston is probably, possibly the best junior in the in the country next to Haley Jones. So yeah, big um, facts. Um, very look, really looking forward to see at least uh, Aaliyah Boston come back from the tough um, loss that they had against Stanford. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see um, how all these games shake up and how these um, big time matchups that are happening this season play out. Indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else on the agenda to talk I do about. Wanna, I do want to look at this GM survey and ask someone. Um, ask you uh, your who you have just to see if you uh, if you're if you differ from the GMs or not. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna ask this one because I already know who you have when chip. I know who you – we already know our rankings. I know if you have one MVP. All right, so this is what I'm going to ask. If you were starting a franchise today and you could start any player in the – or could sign any player in the NBA, who would it be? Um, if I'm starting a franchise, I could sign any player. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start my franchise with either one of, one of these two guys, Luka Donich or Jason Tatum. Interesting. Jason Tatum's name actually was not on this uh, list of the GMs that voted. They had wow. Luke at they had Luke at one with forty three percent, and then Giannis with forty percent. Um, AD also got votes. KD, LeBron, Jokic, and Zion also got votes. No Tatum, no Steph, no Harden, um, no Trey Young, none of those guys. Um, uh. Kind of, I kind of think we answered that with the sixth man of the year. Best point guard in the NBA, that's pretty clear. Who's the best shooting guard in the NBA to you? Best shooting guard, technically Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Let me stop. Um, I don't know, because, like, hmm, who is the best shooting guard? Uh, you got Bradley. It, it depends on it depends on where you where you put James Harden. At. Is he a one? Right, or right. Because I feel like James Harden gonna play a lot of the one this season because of the absence of Kyrie Irving for one and two. When he came onto the Nets last year, he played a lot of the one. So James Harden really is gonna play a lot of point guard this season. 
he's going to really run that offense. Like, when he was in the games, he was really running the offense. It was really more so him than Kyrie last year. So, yeah, I got James Harden as a, as a point guard. Um, two guards, in my opinion. Um, you got Devin Booker, of course. You got Bradley Beal, of course. Um, you got Donovan Mitchell, of course. Mm-hmm. Trying Zach to think Levine. those. You say who? Oh yeah, Zach Levine, of course. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I really, I really don't know. Because for me, I'm thinking Bradley Beal. Mm. But at the same time, I'm also thinking Devin Booker. But, like, so, like, Paul George is a three. Mm-hmm. I know Clay Thompson hasn't played in two seasons. Um... Mm, I'm really thinking here. Um, got CJ McCollum, but I wouldn't put him up there. Mm-mm. I'm thinking of shooting guards, shooting guards, shooting guards. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just say Bradley Beal. Also, no. I don't know. What what, um, what what the GM survey say? The GMs. Pick James Harden, 63%. Now, see, if I didn't consider James Harden a point guard, yeah. I'll put him there. Yeah, exactly. Um, there some of these some of these were interesting. They like the point guard, it was Steph, Dame, Luca, LeBron, Chris Paul. So they have they have Luca as a point guard, shooting guard, and a small forward. Yeah, Luca really is like a hybrid guard. Cause like for a while, it took me a while to consider Luca a point guard. They have just, just on his size, but like when I actually watch them, like yeah, no, Luca brings down the ball most of the time. Luca is is a point guard. Yeah, um, they have Devin Booker second, seventeen percent. Luca third with ten percent. Um, also receiving votes: Bradley Bill, Steph Curry, and KD for shooting guard. Steph that Curry was- shooting guard. KD shooting guard. Those were all KD shooting guard. I don't know, yeah. man. This is, I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah, some of these were weird. Uh, best small forward in the NBA. Best small forward in the NBA. All right. Um, I'll say Kevin Durant because that's his primary position. Even though he's played four last season, a little bit of five. But I'm still saying Kevin Durant. GM said. KD sixty seven percent, LeBron seventeen percent, Kawhi seven percent. Also receiving votes, Giannis, Luca, Chris Middleton. No, Paul I, was, I was just about to ask, where do we consider Giannis? Because I remember for a while, Giannis was like a shooting guard, and he was like a small forward. He was like a two three, and now he's like a three four now. They have him as a four. He's uh the best power forward in the league. He's the best power forward. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> Sixty-three percent. LeBron is twenty-seven. KD is ten percent. Dang, you don't love for AD. Nope. Best center in the NBA. Best center in the NBA. Uh, Nick Claxton. Let me stop. Hey yo, <laughs> that's just me pushing my Nets propaganda. But best center. Um, uh, I'm giving it to Jokic. That's who won. He was sixty-three percent. 
MB 23%, Giannis 7%, AD 7%. Uh, da, 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 da. Who's the most? Oh, never mind, never mind. What do you think was the most surprising move of the offseason? Most surprising move of the offseason. What happened this offseason? Yeah, DeMar DeRozan going to Chicago. That was that was kind of lit. Um, yeah, Lonzo going to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, you had... Let's see. I don't know. Maybe... No, nah, that's not surprising, but it oh it kind of surprised that Lamarcus Aldridge decided to come back. Yeah, because I was yeah. I was envisioning this season without Lamarcus Aldridge for a while. Yeah, um, me too. Mellow to LA, Russ to LA. Didn't expect either of those. Well, I did. I didn't expect Russ to LA. As much as I expected, Mellow to LA. Mellow to LA makes sense, and it should have happened a long time ago. Yeah, I agree. Just like how Kimba should have been a, a, a Nick years ago. Also agree. Um, most surprising move in the offseason. Hmm. Really not sure, but I don't know. Maybe maybe the martyr to Chicago, you know, because I didn't see that coming at all. I mean, I didn't. I really couldn't tell you where I saw the going, but Chicago definitely wasn't on that list. Um, that the being in Chicago automatically improves that team a lot. Um. Brings them into the playoff picture for sure. Is was there a move that I didn't say or a move that I missed? Um, they had Westbrook to the Lakers fifty percent, Demar twenty two, Lonzo five. They had Danny Ainge stepping down, also received votes. Mm, Zach okay. Collins, Zach Collins to San Antonio, Devontae Graham to New Orleans, Mason Plumlee to Charlotte. Ben Simmons not reporting the training camp. PJ Tucker to Miami, and Kemba Walker buyout. Uh, and then I think this might be the last one. Um, what rookie do you think will be the best player in five years? Cam Thomas. Oh my god. <laughs> That's your no, but um, um, he's definitely one of them. Uh, I'll say between. I mean, you got. I don't know. I feel like I feel like um, Evan Mobley. I feel like Evan Mobley has a lot of potential to mm. be uh, one of the top guards. I mean, not guards. Oh goodness, one of the Jeez. top centers in the league. Um, Evan Mobley has potential for sure. Um, it'll be an interesting season to see how he fits playing next to um, Jared Allen. I agree. Um, I like Jalen Green a lot, though. I feel like Jalen Green, like I've liked Jalen Green's game since he's been to high school. Um, he's uh, obviously he's the most NBA ready. Played in the G League, so it it'll just come easy to him. Um, I I like Katie Cunningham's game a lot too. Kate is 
nice, but I don't know, man. I really can't see my success being in Detroit. Um, but yeah, I could definitely, I could definitely see more in within the next five years. I could definitely see Jalen Green being above Cade Cunningham in the next five years. The GMs, Evan Mobley at one, Cade Cunningham at two, Jalen Green at three, Jalen. I said Jalen. Jalen Suggs at four, Davion Mitchell at five. I like Jalen Suggs' game a lot. I like watching. Huh? Do you know who the who they predicted to be the best player from five years ago, or best player from the rookie class five years ago? All right, so who's in the rookie class five years ago? That's what twenty sixteen. Yep. Oh, let me look at the twenty sixteen draft class. Because I don't remember it off touch, but I got an idea of it. So, NBA 2016 draft class. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a jet draft. Yeah, that's the draft that I thought it was. Um, hmm. All right. They definitely probably projected Ben Simmons to be the top guy out of that class. They did. 70%. 70%. Last year's pick to be the best player in five years was James Wiseman. Okay. I think Jalen Green will be the best player in five years. All right, and then I have one more, actually, because I, I wanted to give my uh, take on this one. The biggest steal at where he was selected in the NBA draft. Cam Thomas. I knew he was going to do that. 27? Are you kidding me? Uh, Cam Thomas, killer Cam, bro. Like, biggest steal of the drive. I put, bro, you draft the, the Summer League MVP at 27? Sounds like Kyle Kuzma to me, bro. Hey, no, no, nah, bro. I know you, nah, nah, bro. Where, where was Kyle Kuzma selected? Kyle Kuzma was, like, in that, in that area. What was he, what, 27, 28? 27. Nah, man, you ain't about to you ain't you ain't about to compare Cam Thomas to Kyle Kuzma, bro. Yeah, Cam Thomas is already better than Kyle Kuzma. Wow, you're bugging out, sir. Kyle Kuzma's average seventeen in the NBA season. Cam Thomas is not. Not not this coming from the bag bag talk guy. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Bro, bag talk, bro. Listen. I you bro, Cam Thomas got the bag. Lakers couldn't guard him. Who's don't got the bag? No. Oh wow. Okay. My steal. Oh, I never saw. Easy. I never saw people say Kyle Kuzma got a bag or added Kyle Kuzma in their bag talk talks. Wow. I never have. Maybe his rookie season when they were trying to say he was better than Jason Tatum. <laughs> Uh, one of them was in here. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember if he said that or not. Um, they said Jalen Suggs at five, Singoon at sixteen, Book Knight at eleven, Jalen Johnson at twenty, Trey Murphy the third at seventeen. My pick, easy, Brandon Boston Jr. at fifty-one, bro. Oh yeah, fifty-one. I I thought I thought BJ was good. He was. I thought he was first round for sure. He should have been. I thought BJ was first. At round, least, 
at least early second. My at man barely got second. drafted, bro. Yeah. Barely got drafted and dropped 20 twice in the preseason. He's going to be the steal. He's like that, man. He's like that. He's going to be the steal in this class. And Reef is going to be in the conversation for that as well. Because I think he dropped to, what, 49, 48 or something like that? That's ridiculous. Sh- Reef. Sharif Cooper. Oh, Sharif. Yeah. Yeah. He dropped to, like, 48 or 49. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Big um, facts. But I think that is the last question I have on the survey. Yeah, they had the best international player, best international. Mike James is on this list, though. Mike James is on the floor. On this this survey, they said who's the best international player not in the NBA. It was Miritich, 52%. I think. Oh, yeah. I'll say Mike James as well. Mike James is like that. I'm glad when we picked him. I was so glad when we picked him up last year. Oh, they asked who the best defender in the NBA. I did not see that one. They said, who's the best defensive player in the NBA? Giannis won that, 47%. Who's the best perimeter defender in the NBA? Uh, I got a question for you. What's up? Who got the best shoe in the NBA right now? Who got the best shoe? Yeah. Ooh. Signature shoe. I don't know, man. That's tough. Um... Uh, oh, this is where my next spot is gonna flourish. Cause I don't really, I don't really wear too many of the, or like many of their shoes. Um, probably say, I think probably Kyrie. Kyrie's got a pretty good shoe. Yeah, I was thinking Kyrie as well. Between Kyrie, James Harden's shoes are pretty nice too. I like his I shoes. I do like PG's. Like PG's shoes are nice. The 14s, I think they are now. I think he's on number 14. I know PG yeah, is like... KD's, Kyrie's, Harden's. Those are all... All three of those are fire. This man went the whole Nets team. I, like I said, I said this one. My Nets buys about to flourish. Uh, I, I kind of like... I kind of like um, LeBron's new shoe. Mm-hmm. That's close. I kind of like it. Yeah. Bronze shoes hella bulky. They are, but these aren't as bulky. Okay. Um, who's the best coach in the NBA? Best coach? Um, That's easy, bro. I'll say between Pop and Eric Spolcher. Okay. As long as you said one of those two names, we're good. Um, yeah. uh, no, I think that's it. Who has the um, best arena? Best arena? They did ask. Um... You mean like arena, like crowd, or you mean like arena, 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 arena? Uh, man, that's I gotta go MSG, bro. MSG. Um, oh no, I haven't been to MSG. I've been to Barclays. Barclays is pretty nice. Um, but it's up there for sure. I'll say between MSG, Barclays, and Staples. This they voted De'Aaron Fox fastest with the basketball. Definitely, definitely, very best pure shooter. Definitely, they voted Zion the most athletic player in the league. Okay, over Giannis, Anthony Edwards, Zach Levine, and Ja. Hamadou Diallo got some votes. That's interesting. Yeah, they they didn't say LeBron. LeBron had got some votes. Derrick Jones Jr. got some votes. Ben Simmons got some votes. 
Um, most promising young core went to Atlanta, then Houston, then Boston, then the Grizzlies and Pelicans. Um, yeah, I like and- Houston's young core a lot, man. I like, I like, I like the Josh uh, Christopher pick for them. I really like that. Pick. I loved it. I loved, loved it. That's, it. That's a he fits, pick. fits right in. That's a sleeper pick too, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, they they voted the Jazz have the best home court advantage, which I I, I find that to be pretty true. I think they're crowded. No yeah, because like, I ain't gonna lie, they no. show up for their people. They show up for their team. At the same time, what in the world? Like I I feel weird playing in Utah. No cap. Never been to Utah. Don't have plans of going to Utah. I'm sorry for any of my Utah listeners if you got any. I'm but, not. <laughs> but bro, it's just like I don't know. I feel like it's something about playing in Utah. It's like uh, we're in Utah. I don't know. I feel like it's they, like they voted LeBron and Jokic both at 33 percent is the best passer. Then Chris Paul and Luca Lamelo got votes. Campazzo got votes. James Harden got votes. Westbrook got votes, and Trey Young got votes. The best leader went to Chris Paul. Then LeBron, Dame, and Giannis. Jimmy got votes. Curry got votes. Jokic got votes. Most versatile player went to LeBron. Uh, best basketball IQ went to LeBron. Which player would you want taking the shot with the game on the line? That's a great question. Who do you want taking the shot with the game on the line? Um, I'm saying, I'm saying you're a KD or Steph. That's one and two. <laughs> one and two. Uh, KD was one forty-one percent. Steph was two twenty-four percent. Dame was seventeen percent. Luca and Jokic. Uh, Luca and Jokic both seven percent, and then Kyrie three percent. Last year, there we go. Last last season, they picked Dame. At thirty-two percent, so they moved off a of dame a little bit, and that—that's all the questions I have from from the G. I know, I got a question for you. I got a good question for you. All right, what's up? What player that is not currently in the league that you want to see get picked up by a team at some point of the season? Ooh. Oh, that's tough. Um. Jello. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess was I guess G League counts as a team. Forgot about Boogie. Um, Boogie. Yeah. Uh, I think you know my answer to this question. What, Mike James? Nah. Think think harder. Not that harder, but think think a little. Russ Smith. Nah, not that deep. Shout out to Russ. That ridiculous. One of the best college players ever. Not in the league, and you want them to be in the league. Bro, think 2017, bro. 2017. 2017. Uh, they got drafted in 2017 or what? No, they had a crazy 2017. You talking about Lance? No, I'm not talking about Lance. Bro, he sure as hell. Oh. <laughs> it. Yes. I'm wilding. I cannot think of uh, I just I, want. I want my boy to get another shot, bro. I want my boy. I want my boy to get another shot. I can see it. Um, I mean, he's had multiple shots before, but I don't know, man. That injury really messed him up, bro. Like um, he could have been. A, he could have been a multiple time All Star. Um, I feel like he would have been well for the Celtics for a while. 
Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure. I don't have a. But Lance, I do want to see Lance again. Player of the top of the dome. Uh, Amon Shumpert as well. Come on, Shumper was supposed to play for the for the uh, Nets last year, but he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If I gotta pick a, if I gotta pick an NBA player, I'll probably go Boogie. Um, yeah, I'll probably go Boogie. But I can't anybody else off the top of the dome like that. So, right, right. Um. Anything else before we go on out of here? About that, I know of. We got through. We did our AP polls. We did all of our season predictions. We even went through the, the coach GM, uh, survey. GM survey. Um. Yeah, that's about it for the first episode. All right. Cool. So, um, this is this concludes episode one of the hoodie and the headband. Yes, sir. Appreciate everybody that came through. Um, I think that's the most we ever had on, on halftime. I do too. Uh, yeah, I think it had a lot to do with it being NBA instead of WNBA. Which is yeah, kind of whack. But as I was thinking as well, I was like, "Dang, that's whack." People don't want to listen to <laughs> WNBA talk, but it is what it is, man. If you want to bring bring y'all talk for whatever, for whoever, sure. so yeah. But all right, catch y'all next week. Um, we'll probably be recapping the first week in the depth. Not oh, see, I'm still stuck on the. I'm still stuck. I'm still stuck in the W mode. Oh, while we're here, shout out to the Chicago Sky. Um, Parade, baby. They had their parade today. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. My thoughts on saving y'all for the end, but you know what they say? They say the best for last. Uh, yes. You saw how I played it off, man. You saw I made up for it, but um. But nah, bro. Um, where am I going with this? What am I about to say? We was closing it out. Bro. We we're closing <laughs> things out. We'll be back sometime next week. Um, don't know what day yet, but um, we'll be wrapping. Not wrapping up. We'll be recapping the first week and NBA action, and probably maybe further previewing um college action as well. Yes, sir. Can't wait, man. Basketball is back, man. Basketball is back, baby. Oh, basketball never left, bro. Basketball never left. Basketball is year-round. NBA is back. NBA is back. College yeah. basketball is back. So, yeah. so NBA right, so, is back, so. baby. Nets basketball is back, baby. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all for coming through. Yep. Hold it down.